What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda Program. We have a uh, a fun, fun-filled show today. We're bringing you, of course, updates in culture as well as hilarious new reports coming out about Biden. Some new stuff with Hunter Biden, as always. And, of course, what happened in Philly yesterday. Of course, bring you all that and some more on today's show. Of course, if you're new here and you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button. It does help out a ton and it is the best way you could support the show as well as following over on Twitter and True Social as always, as those are fantastic ways to support. Of course, jumping right into it. So we got to start with Biden. We, we've got to got to start with Biden. So Joe Joe Biden, he's he's really old. We all know this. People don't like him. You know, he told you, you know, yesterday that he's 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 old. You know, he's he's really old, and people don't like him. And that he's uh you know he's having a little bit of problems. Obviously, everybody can see them due to his speech, due to him getting lost all the time because of him being so old. And well. It now seems that there's even the the sort of embarrassment becomes even bigger. Apparently, President Biden and his campaign are working on a critical project. What is this critical project? Well, you see, they're taking extra steps to prevent him from stumbling in public as he did in June when he tripped over a sandbag at the Air Force Academy. <laughs> That's right. Apparently, with a physical therapist, Biden has been doing exercise to improve his balance as far back as November of 2021. Since his stumble in June, he has been wearing tennis, uh, tennis shoes more often to avoid slipping and using the short stairs on Air Force One, entering the plane on a lower deck than before. That's right. In order to prevent him from tripping, he's going up shorter stairs and going... He, he's old, people. He he is old. How to tell our president is old? Our our literal. <laughs> they they're literally trying to help ways to prevent him from tripping. <laughs> Whoa, he's really on fire, guys. Really on fire. Uh, of course, it's just hilarious the fact that th this is what we have to focus on in the idea that. Yes, what, what is her current mission with Joe Biden? To make sure he doesn't trip. So how is that how 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 is that working out for him? Uh, not very well. <laughs> not 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 very well. Uh literally has they republished a report as Axios, who I just read you from, <laughs> as as I literally literally just read you that from axios <laughs> i kid you not I, I kid you not as joe biden going down going down air force one short stairs as he does slightly makes a misstep and almost trips down the stairs <laughs> Woo! <laughs> dude Guys, what is our one goal to prevent Joe Biden from slipping? <laughs> literally, literally almost like it starts to almost trip up falling down. Like this is like the shortest stair. Like this is like the kind of like short stairs 
that is inside of like you know like maybe inside of like your house or you know like it's not that many not that many stairs and yet and it's not like they're very narrow stairs you know like they're pretty solid but he is gripping onto that handrail and he is absolutely holding on for dear life but it still is not enough I must say hilarious <laughs> okay guys prevent the president from falling sir he almost just fell shit <laughs> uh, but but what else what else is Joe Biden doing you know he, he is pretty crazy you know he, he's going all these places uh, and you know, just to really show how much of a pro-union president Joe Biden is, because literally since his first election, he's been in their pockets. Well, he went, he went to Detroit to join that picket line, and oh man, whew, he was sure there for a while. Oh man, you know, eh, whew, you know, it may have taken him two weeks to join the protesters, but my goodness, my, 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 he is, whew. Oh man, he spent not you know how how long do you maybe think Joe Biden spent in the the picket line with his, with with the workers? If you said anything longer than twelve minutes, you'd be wrong. That's, that's right. After he spent twelve minutes on a picket line with the auto workers, Joe Biden then jetted off to a fundraiser out in California. With, at the home of a, bil a billionaire couple that's funding a movement to abolish policing. <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> Later on down the show. Hold on, I, I, I forget how much... How much is Air Force One to operate? Yeah, okay, okay, so... Let's let's take this for example. So according to this, from from my own Google search here, a uh, real quick Google search, you know, Air Force One, uh, uh, which is what Joe Biden flies on. This was as of April of last year. Cost about one hundred and seventy-seven k an hour to fly. Okay, so let's take that in perspective. Okay, so, uh, Washington D.C. to uh, Detroit, uh, flights, let, let, let's, let's see here, how, how, how long does that take, from just, like, a not, so about an hour and 42 minutes, so, a little over, what, what, what is that, maybe, like, you know, uh, so 100, 177 times almost two, so a little less than $354,000. So for 12 minutes of Joe Biden's time to be there for the picket line, uh, it, it costed us about three hundred, about almost $300,000. Ooh, so worth it, guys. So worth it. By the way, the, the fact that this strike is still going is hilarious because... This strike is not worth it uh, for the automakers. Honestly, I would literally just tell them to keep striking because the idea of this, the UAW strike and what they're asking for is just not feasible. It's not possible. It is not reasonable in the slightest. And is gen genuinely, 
they are actually just trying to put themselves out of a job. Because the entirety of the demands that they are asking for, literally one of the demands that they are asking for is literally a demand that bankrupted the, the, the big three already back in the fucking 1900s. Like, I, I know this sounds crazy, but those automakers have already went bankrupt before. They then were brought back to fucking life with government. And it seems like the same thing is happening again. They're going to fucking, what, try to get this whole strike figured out, and then they're they're just done for. There is There will be no more, except they'll be brought back with even more fucking money. So, so great. You know, guess what we'll be able to do, people? We'll be able to, you know, the, the big three, they might go completely bankrupt and kaput, but at least, you know, then the government will be right there to then backstop and fill in the gaps. I mean, literally, we're, we're almost just at a point in which, you know, we're now having full-on a president go to this picket line and just be like, yeah, you guys deserve all those things. N- no. 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 No, th- this is this is insanity. They they do not deserve this level of raise, this level of four day work week with only thirty two hours, and that with the same stuff. No, I'm sorry, but th- that's not feasible for especially with how much they make. Okay, it, it's by the way, how much do you guys? How much do you think the average UAW worker at like a place like GM makes? Okay, keep in mind, in, like, a lot of those processes, but they also just, you know, everybody sort of has, like, a job that they do as a part of, like, making the car. It's not like one person is building, like, the entire car. Like, you usually have, like, an assembly line kind of thing, and you're each putting on different pieces of the car, you know, whether it be, like, some of the side panels, you know, whatever, right? So, so, for, like, one of them, it's, like, 60 grand a year. Like, 60, 60 grand a year. Now, keep in mind, obviously, there's taxes, but, you know, I, like, I'll be fully honest. What the fuck? Like, hire me at this point, then. I'll make 60 grand a year to fucking assemble cars like that? Like, what? I'm sorry, not, not, not worth it. Just not worth it, so, um... Honestly, I'm kind of hoping just... The big three just completely, you know, they're out of business now. And then all these people go, I wonder what happened. They're so, they're so filled with profits. They're so greedy. And their own greed bankrupted them. Yes, I'm, I'm sure that it was only their own greed that bankrupted them. So, good job. But also, uh, good, good luck to Biden at that, uh, you know, pleasing thing. You know, he spent, he spent, he spent a little too long there. You know, he spent 12 minutes. Woo! 12 minutes on the picket line. My God. 12 fucking minutes. Anyway, moving right along. So Hunter Biden apparently got some new updates on him. Apparently, Hunter Biden was sent more than $250,000 in wires originating from business partners in China. And the address of Hunt of Joe Biden's home was listed as the beneficiary address, according to uh, James Comer's oversight committee that came out just as of last night. The bank records do not lie. And... Now it seems more obvious than ever. It's not just, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. They've now got full-on address to your house. Here is $250,000 with your son's name on it. And bam, instant. 
the, the fact that there's even a discussion about whether to impeach Joe Biden at all is preposterous. It's preposterous. This guy's been corrupt since the, before I was born. This guy's been corrupt since literally, like, he's been alive for I for more than 60 years. Like, he, he's 60 years older than I am, and he's been corrupt for the entire time. Like, he's been corrupt longer than I've been alive. Is, is there any need for a discussion at all? The, the actual evidence, when people say there is no evidence against Joe Biden— it's it's literally like picking up like a stack, you know, like a big old like stack of papers from like an office, of like oh, you know, how much evidence there could there possibly be? It's like picking up just a big old stack of papers, dropping it on the desk, and the desk just fucking breaks. There's so much weight at once that the desk physically couldn't handle it. It went boof, smash everywhere. It's like oh my goodness, there's so much evidence here, like it it, it is piling on piling. Like it's like every day. A new piece of paper is added on, just increasing, increasing the fact that the corruption here is so obvious, you would have to legally be blind. You would have to be Diane, uh, freaking Diane Feinstein levels of dead to not see it. So, good to know that even more so, it just continues to be proven the fact that this stuff is more and more true by the day about all of it so that's good that's good i'm glad to see that at least we're you know still proving uh what we all already kind of suspected was the case meanwhile over in the big apple new york there's they they've got some f fun stuff to do so their plan right now is apparently for housing the illegal immigrants to keep using you know hotels and stuff so how how many are they how much money are they planning to spend over the next three years for all these? One point three five billion dollars. Billion fucking dollars over the next three years. Just to house all of them. Sounds like a really good use uh for money. And uh as you may see, it is um you know, it's, it's, it's a great, you know, society is going great when you have this many migrants and you have to spend over a billion dollars to then just house them instead of, you know, what you should immediately do, which is, you know, turn them all around and tell them to not be here and, you know, have them apply the proper way or keep them outside the country and then seek asylum and then when they're they can come in when their application for asylum is, you know, confirmed. I, uh, you know, it's really, really crazy, you know, when you start getting over 10 to 11,000 per day, like we did just the other day for migrants coming across the border. So, yeah. By the way, what, what, what's the, what's the plan? What's the goal behind this? Well, if you're a person in a sort of job that's, you know, very sort of, you know, it, a job that can be learned really quickly and that if, you know, reasonably picked, you know, can be done for really, really, really cheap, that's what this is for. Okay, take, for example, the state of California. Southern California is basically the partially, a lot of, like, the sort of lower-end economy is basically sort of, 
won by the illegal immigration population. The, that, that's the entire idea on how we're going to keep the economy going. As we start to, you know, get towards, you know, the sort of population collapse of the West, this is how this is how we're replacing all of those that are gone. Everybody is going to have to get something high-skilled in sort of a job area. Meanwhile, all of the sort of lower stuff, like any sort of kids that even remain around that time, are going to be stuck with nothing because there will be nothing because of the fact that there is only those jobs for the illegal immigrants to help keep the fucking economy going. That's basically the kind of quasi-goal behind it, as you will. So there, there you go. Good job, New York. You can continue to pay for all of that. Sanctuary cities. Hooray. So what what else? So uh, fun stuff also came out of New York late yesterday as well that we didn't get to cover on the show. So apparently a New York judge put out a ruling that basically said that Donald Trump, you know, his, his mansion down in Florida, he's he's overvaluing it. And, uh, well, it's, it's leaving everyone a little perplexed because no one actually gets what the fuck is happening. So in the verdict from the Manhattan Supreme Court, uh, Justice Arthur in Oregon, I don't fucking know last names, man. I, I can't be helped or asked. Uh, he delivered a ruling that the former president committed fraud by inflating the value of his wealth with de details including the monetary value associated with Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. The decision which came down uh, without a jury has sent shockwaves as people are a little shocked because apparently apparently this judge believes but keep in mind this is this is a person who lives in or you know is in New York City and how much do they do you think they valued Mar-a-Lago which by the way is the biggest property like inside like on that area right like when you look at a map from above the property of Mar-a-Lago is the biggest one how how much do do you, you put a price tag of eighteen million dollars on it? Um, but by by the way, that's that's how much the like mansions around Mar-a-Lago sell for. Like that's how much the mansions around Mar-a-Lago are. The ones that don't even have like any real like land to them. Like they're they're eighteen million for those. So how much is Mar-a-Lago? The estimate is around three hundred million, and that's the minimum. So, uh, yeah, yeah. The the this this entire you know sort of thing right here seems like the most political attack I think I've ever seen. Like it is, it is crazy. So apparently as well, the verdict holds Trump along with his family and business empire, the Trump Organization, liable for fraud, a central allegation of the AG of New York's lawsuit against him. Uh, they sided with James asserting that Trump had made unequivocally false statements and official documents to ensure favorable terms of financial institutions. Uh, they claim that he, uh, uh, his trip uh his trip triplex i don't fucking know man penthouse in trump tower being thirty thousand square feet when it was closer to eleven thousand was also the trump always exaggerated things he's been like that since literally like four plus decades now what however the ruling also uh, 
you know, of course, I mean, seriously, the, the most shocking part of this is the $18 million from Mar-a-Lago. A- a- $18 million? What? Apparently, he cited a basic Palm Beach uh, a a sur valuation that ranged from $18 million to $28 million between 2011 to 2021, with industry sources saying it fails to take into consideration the fair market value. This valuation is from Trump's purchase price back in 1985 of only 10... Dude, he bought that back in 1985 for only $10 million? That's a fucking steal. That That is a steal. What? Mar-a-Lago and, like, like, where that is on, like, how big of, like, land that is for, like, a man... Like, for, for, like, a mansion like that? That is... That is a steal. What? What? Hold, hold on, hold on. I've got to put this into an inflation calculator. Okay. Ten million dollars. So, let's see. Two, three, ten thousand... Alright, 10 million. 10 million back in 1985 is holy fuck. Whole, whole, dude, that's a 28 million for all of that? Holy fuck. Dude, what a, what a steal. Dude, fuck, man. Man, I, man, I sure do wish I could fucking been around in the 1980s when housing was that cheap. Are you fucking kidding me? 28 million for Mar a Lago is a steal. Yeah, no wonder why he's calling it fraud. Yeah. Fucking, this whole world's a fucking crock of shit. If you can buy that for $28 million, fuck, dude. And like, you know, in like today's money, if that's what that is. Jesus, man. God, well, what a what a crock of shit of a judge. But I mean, what would you expect out of anything inside of, you know, New York for a, for a trial-wise against Donald Trump anyway? So, yeah, I mean, just... <laughs> I mean, literally, there's also, apparently, there is a wooded two-acre lot at, that's, like, literally just five minutes from Mar-a-Lago that is currently listed for $150 million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's just no way. Yeah, I, I have my doubts that, that Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million. I mean, shit. The fucking... I mean, I mean, shit. Rush Limbaugh's house. Rush Limbaugh's house in Palm Beach, Florida. The same... Like, it was only on, on 2.7 acres. Was literally sold for $155 million. But yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's only, yeah, no, Mar Mar a Lago is only, is only is only worth, is is only worth eighteen eighteen million. Yeah, no, no, of course, there's no witch hunt here. Uh, no, that's this. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Perfect sense. Perfect, perfect sense. I mean, it makes sense to me, obviously. I mean, come on. E two million for all that? Yes, yeah. Perfect sense. Anyway, moving. Spe- speaking of just absolute theft at this point, so I I must say, it is it is hilarious 
you know, the entire idea of what major cities are becoming. Because keep in mind, major cities are what all of us are supposed to be, you know, the, the entirety of the world is supposed to be forcing us into major cities. And, you know, really the American major cities are really not making it appealing. They really aren't. They aren't paying too big of a picture. And I guess companies are as well. Spe speaking of which, one in particular is Target. Target is announcing closures in blue cities all over the country due to overall, you know, theft and concerns about guest safety. Meaning that overall, all those people kind of, kind of out of, out of a job, as well as those people are going to be deprived of a, of a Target store as due to the fact that they just can't support it. The store, the nine of its stores that it's closing are in Portland, San Francisco, Oakland, uh, and Oakland, Seattle, and New York City, which will be closing effective October 21st due to the theft and the crime, the violence, and all the stuff that is happening inside of the stores. So, I mean, it's not surprising with the amount of theft going on everywhere all over the country. I mean, it is crazy to say the least of just how much overall people are you know why a lot of like it's not surprising that like certain areas of certain cities like especially out in california are just empty like we, sh we you know we talked about Reno, like rodeo drive you know pretty popular you know area that had a lot of like designer you know stores is now practically a ghost town you know it's, it's all closed up pretty pretty much because nobody no, nobody wants to sell stuff. They don't want to sell their designer stuff if it's just going to get stolen. Like, they can't afford that. That's not how business works. So, of course, really just to hammer my point home. So, Philly yesterday uh, was a, a little bit, uh, how should I put it, chaotic. You know, uh, cha chaotic is a, a sort of way to put it. It was anarchy. So Philly cops were brawling with masked looters going on a ransacking rampage. They ransacked a Foot Locker, an Apple Store, and a Lululemon. And they went... They, uh... They were completely... There's a lot of juveniles, it seems to be. And man, oh man, were they just completely... Uh completely going on a bit of a, a ransack. The incident apparently happened over on Walnut Street in the heart of the city, and it involved, you know, the Foot Locker, the Apple Store, as I said. There, there's plenty of video online of this, especially of them, like, going into, like, the Apple Store. I remember waking up to that this morning and, and seeing them. And oh my goodness. Like, they, they were just... You know, like they were just breaking in to, and they're just breaking it. So the funny thing about stealing from like a place like Apple, oh man, I, I'm, I'm watching like some of the footage right now, and the, this woman, a uh, woman who's recording the video, like free iPhone. Yeah, that's not how that works. By the way, uh, all of the display models. Those can all be easily tracked by Apple and immediately, like, deactivated, so you can't even use them. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, sorry. Like, they, they can literally, like, lock those devices. Like, knowing Apple, they can lock down all of these devices and literally can make them useless so that when somebody goes to buy them, 
it can all of a sudden look really bad on them because it's like, oh, hey, like this device is stolen. Like the person you bought this from, like they stole this device, and they go, oh my goodness, I didn't like they didn't know. So, 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 and what's funny is, you know how I know society has become like really stupid, is you know when people do sort of like ransacky type type stuff. You don't normally want to, like, you know, film, you know, like, what you're doing, right? Like, you don't normally do that kind of thing. Except in our modern generation of thinking stealing shit is, like, clout, people are running around and and, and stealing things while also being on camera. So you know what it is? Literally, you know, like, it is actively, like... Them getting themselves arrested for the fact of them just being stupid. Right? Like, like she, it, it is absolutely just hilarious. But, you know, that's that's Philadelphia for you. You know, them robbing, uh, robbing stores. It, not really a smart idea to, uh, to, you know, do this kind of stuff. There's even a person who was live streaming from the actual, like, riot or, like, sort of, like, theft. Right? And hilariously, uh, that person has already been arrested, which is, and, you know, they're, they're all, you know, they're all, they're all just, oh man, they're having so much fun. You know, they're, they're all having fun. But uh, it's uh, not not going too hot for them, of course. So, uh, yeah, you know they're all they 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 all had their fun, and of course the police were trying to stop them to the best of their ability, abilities. But fuck, if, dude, you practically have to like pretty much like, shoot all these people with, like tranquilizer darts to get them to fucking calm down. So uh, yeah, good. Good luck, of course, but you know, you know, according to you know AOC, obviously, you know they're just they just they just needed food, guys. You know the iPhones, they got food in them. You know, you know I I I have a, a brand new iPhone, and I you know I can tell you, it's very tasty, very tasty. You know that that grade five titanium in the in the phone, really tasty. You know it's really good. It tastes it tastes great. You know, the the Lululemon you know pant like leggings. You know, it, it, they just, they just needed it, you know, they just needed, you know, they were just cold, you know, they were cold, you know, it can get kind of cold out there, you know, and so they just, they needed some clothes, you know, they, they, they just needed some new shoes, they needed some new kicks, you know, they're walking around the streets, you know, barefoot, they just needed some new kicks, that's all, so... So, you know, un unsurprising though, you know, of course, uh, apparently this is, uh, from what I've heard, you know, it's, it seems to be like... You know, of course, just a big old mob of of them that just all decide to just go out and do this. It's practically almost like a quasi unorganized, organized mass of just people going around and just causing violence in the city. By the way, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, we need everybody to move into these cities. Yeah, with the way that the way that you guys run them, absolutely not, absolutely not. There's like oh, there's like very few cities in the entire world. Like major cities, like believe me, I would love to be able to walk 
more places. But with the fact that cities like New York and Philly and stuff like that that are like these big sort of cities that are like that you can like walk in. Like I've been to Philly before. I I have personally been to Philly because I've been to uh uh fuck to uh Freedom Hall, to Independence Hall. So like I've I've been in that area. I've been to DC a few times. And believe me, I love walking around. Like I do. But I'm sorry, there's only like a few cities in like the entire world, and they're not they're not in this hemisphere. They're they are not in this hemisphere for places like that I would want to walk around in just due to the fact of all of the crime that happens in the US major cities. So uh yeah. No uh no thanks. I think I will continue to be in an area where driving until you know, maybe I just decide to full-on move to those other places to be able to walk places. Because clearly, over here, it is a fucking nightmare. Anyway, moving right along. So, bringing you updates, of course, inside of cultural news. So, apparently, there's the new phone etiquette. And, you know, I must add, you know, do people still talk on the phone? Like, I think I've talked the most on the phone this past, like, week. Just because I was on the phone with, like, support working on shit for, you know, orders that I've made on, you know, some stuff and, you know, making sure that payment methods and all sorts of stuff went through properly and making sure that I get my orders and all that good stuff. And so I I have to wonder, you know, how many of us actively like really talk on the phone? Like, obviously, like, I, you know, I, I don't really talk with people on the phone at all. I don't, maybe this is just a me thing. But also, I don't really talk or text with many people in general. So, this is just me. Okay, so first of all, you know, don't leave a voicemail. Voicemails, apparently, it's just too... I mean, I'm going to be real honest. I, I'm, I'm being really, 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 really honest. Uh, I don't even know how many people even know how to even access their, like, voicemails anymore. Because I'm going to be real honest. On my on my old phone before I I just got my new phone, every single time I'd restart it, there'd always be like the voice like I had like voicemails from people that had called me, but like I couldn't get into my own, you know like I couldn't get into my voicemail box for whatever reason, so like I never ever checked my voicemails, but it always tells me like every single time I unlocked your, or like would, you know like re- have to restart the phone for like updates or whatever. They're like, hey, you've got voicemails, and I'd be like, that's cool and all, but like, I can't access them. So, like, I don't, I don't really know if people actively like, I, I like, if I can't get a hold of you, like, if I, you know, were to call somebody, I don't think I'm gonna leave a voicemail. But you know, I guess other people have now learned that you know, just don't, don't, you know, leave a voicemail at all. You might as well just, you know, put, a, a t- you might as well just send them a text because most likely, you know, you're not. You know, you're not calling, you're not calling them for, uh, you know, you're not calling to like a landline anymore, or like an answering machine. So what, what else? Text before calling. But then what, what, why, why would you, what, this doesn't make sense in my brain. Text before, I mean, what? Okay, so what what was what's the reasoning they give before I maybe try to like figure out like why or like why I can why while I continue to question texting someone before you call them like what? 
Calling someone without warning can feel stressful to the recipient instead. What? Text them instead of uh, ahead of time to ask if they're free to talk now. If they can, you can call when they're free or if they can pick a time they'd like to chat. If it's someone you call, who the fuck? What the fuck? No. What? I mean, this there's like very few scenarios where I could actually like understand this. You know, like, like being like, I, I, there's the only reason I could ever. Uh. Like, there, there's only one, like, particular area. Like, there's a few areas that I could see a reason why you would text before calling. Like, not, like, calling on, like, the phone, per se, but, like, calling to, like, or, like, asking someone if they're available to, like, FaceTime instead of just FaceTiming them. Like, I gotta understand that. But, uh, no, that seems really weird. As well as, like, like the only other time... Is, it's just that that's a little weird to me. I don't know. Maybe because I don't call or text people that often, so that really doesn't make sense. But I'd say yeah, like they even mention it. This is necessary for video calls. That that makes sense. For a video call, this kind of makes sense. For like a, a typical phone call, this really doesn't make sense. You don't need to answer the phone. What? Just just answer the phone when you see it. I mean, responsibility isn't only on the person dialing. Just because someone is calling you, ah. Uh, the blue does not mean you have to pick up. If you're in a restaurant, use a bathroom, or in a meeting. I mean, that's the yeah. That's why you wouldn't answer the phone because of some of those things. But you know, at least put out like, hey, like, obviously, immediately like text them saying, hey, I can't talk right now or whatever. Like, I'll call you back in just a few, and they'll be like, oh, okay, that's fine, right? Like, unless they reply back being like, it's an absolute emergency, then I I, I would doubt it. But hey. Uh, let's see let's see emotions are for voice facts are for text what many things you don't need to be on a phone call for that's very true that's why i that's why many people are like why a majority of people nowadays really don't call that much i mean think about it whenever people like you know like on a modern day phone plan right no one's going like, oh man, you know, you have a limited amount of text or, you know, stuff like that. Maybe that's just because of modern stuff. Like, But pretty much every phone plan you buy is like unlimited talk and text because not as many people are making like phone calls as they used to. Or if they are, you know, like there's, it's, you know, modern, modern day stuff. You know, most people are like texting back and forth. So truly, you know, obviously, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't, you put those emotions to work on the phone. You know, don't 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 give them the the wall of text. Yeah, I mean, even I could understand this one. Yeah, right. You know, I'm 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 learning a lot. You know, because obviously I feel very out of touch with the modern with the modern youth. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know, you're all always on your phones, and you know, I don't I don't get that. You know, open open up a, a book or something. You know, obviously it's it's very much who I am. Clearly. What what you know? What else? What else should I be doing to better make sure that uh, you know I'm, you know, doing the the the, you know, making sure that I'm talking with people on the phone properly. You know, because who knows if my life is gonna start picking up and I actually start texting and talking to people. You know, now especially since 
you know, I, I've changed your, you know, changed phones, you know, who knows? Uh, unless it's an emergency, please hold. Okay, if someone doesn't answer your call, do not hang up immediately. Call them again and call them again. If they have not, that, no, you, you immediately call them again just to really piss them off. Do not send them an email. What? Do, what? Huh? An email? Who's who's sending an email about it? You mean a, a text message? Just just send them a text message. Who the? I, yeah, man. I tried reaching you, so I sent you an email. You sent me an email. Why? What? What are you? Like, in the like, you're you're. What is this? Still the era where like, what are you gonna tell me next? Oh, I left you an. I left you a, a voicemail in your answering machine. Like, what? Huh? Uh, uh, an email? What the fuck? Man, maybe I'm maybe I'm not as out of touch as I thought I was. Use vi voicemails uh, do judicially. I, just don't use a voicemail at all. There, there, there's, very, there, there's very few reasons to maybe, like, leave a voicemail. So uh, just don't do it at all. Um, okay. Stay still for video calls. Video calls on FaceTime, Google Meet, Zoom, and S or Skype should get your full attention. Prop your phone up someplace so that your full face fills the screen, not just your forehead and nose. Stay put until the call is over. When people spit, the kids move around during a video call, it can be disorienting for the person on the other end. If you want to wander around and do chores while talking, switch to a voice call. I mean, I guess this could be in some ways, but, you know, like, I just, since I just recently was, like, FaceTiming with my grandparents, and we were talking about different things, and then I, like, I moved around the room to, you know, show or, like, get some things off my shelf, you know, because I'm, like, you know, some different things have changed, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, there's this, and blah, 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 right? So, you know, don't use speakerphone in public. I would be so guilty of this, but I don't answer, I don't get calls, so... This is because I hate holding the phone up to my ear and stuff. I just want to, you know, go, yeah, no, that's fine. And then I just, that's how I start screening calls. Don't stop talking on the phone. Phone calls aren't dead. No, they very much are dead. Believe me. I don't have much to say when I have phone calls, especially like if talking like with certain like grandparents and stuff, like my other grandparents. And so overall, like I don't really have much to say so like the phone call like very quickly dies it's just like are we already done talking like it's like yeah we're, we're we both don't have anything more to say to each other okay well bye it's like it's great to talk it's like uh what a you know it's like two minutes of a phone call and it's like was that really worth you know was that was, was that really worth you know the the time i spent just to talk on the phone for two minutes like who, who no it, it wasn't so uh no, phone calls are pretty dead. Uh, so there you go. You, you've learned some new things. You can implement them in your life to help uh, to to stay hip with the youth, okay? All right? So good work, okay? You, you've learned new things today, okay? Make sure you've learned something new because uh, it's very important that you did. It's very important. I didn't do all that for nothing for you, okay? It's, it's time to learn. Finally, we'll get to your more exciting culture updates. I'm sorry, that one's a bit boring, I know. But hey, what about Victoria's Secret? There you go. Now they speak your insults like, ooh, 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 
ooh, neurons activating. Yeah, did, did I did I get your neurons activating? Ooh. Yeah, see, there you go. I, I, I knew I'd reel you back in. Well, funny enough, you know, Victoria's Secret, they're not doing too hot anymore. You know, Victoria's Secret's sales have been down, you know, since uh, stunning 1.8 billion over the since 2018 and you know they've they've kind of fallen off but but why has victoria's secret fallen off well it comes in the fact that victoria's secret's business model shifting away from you know sort of you know women that you would really or like you know really really attractive you know sort of model you know lingerie women you know kind of being like their main sort of thing to now being more like culturally relevant models uh like marketing i guess for you know having plus size women transgender models and you know sort of very you know sort of weird kind of like androgynous type fashion that's really not you know what people like a lot of people were really wanting i mean think about this victoria's secret was probably one of the most popular sort of like lingerie brands for like eight like decades and then all of a sudden they threw it basically all away and they really haven't recovered since. I mean, they've abandoned, you know, their, their, you know, pretty much must, you know, sort of their watched, you know, fashion show, you know, because obviously it was very sexualized. Lingerie as a whole is a sexual type of thing. Why, why would you put it on in general? L lingerie as a whole is sort of like a sexual thing just to begin with. Like, isn't it just made to make you look good? Like, like, oh man, what? You're, like, yeah, of course. It's it's what it's the whole point. Like, what? Like, my brain is lost for words. And of course, you know, many of whom who, uh, you know, they I guess you know it wasn't the best decision. You know, well, it maybe wasn't the best decision. Obviously, you know. It's, it, uh, it seems it really hasn't appeared to really work at all. I mean, uh, Amy Hawk, who is the leader, uh, was named the leader of the of Victoria's Secret brand back in 2022, touted, you know, her ambition plan, ambitious plans to really rebuild the products offering and then left. So really not doing too well. I mean, obviously, they're still you know, dominating, but they're, the gap in terms of, you know, other areas has really dropped off due to the fact that they just, you know, everybody's like, man, what do you, like, why, you know, a lot of people just kind of question and they ask, like, why did they stop? You know, like, they, they had a good thing going, and then, bam. And, I mean... You know, they haven't been, they, they really aren't going to be able to dig themselves out of their hole if they keep going in the same way they're going. As apparently they're trying another revamping the televised, uh, ta another tack of revamping the televised fashion show. Even though it's just not going to work as, you know, they're trying to. They're trying, but apparently the the Victoria's Secret World Tour, a feature-length film that is slated to air on Amazon Prime Video's service, is to recapture, recapture, sort of, you know, what they lost, but, um, except for the fact that it's going to incorporate more diverse models. It's fine if you want to do diverse, but, and designers. So, we'll, we'll see how well it works out. 
But the fact that it's not going to be as televised as, uh, you know, the old one. And by the fact that, um, you know, they've already kind of turned off a lot of customers already with, you know, their, the woke stuff. As well as the fact that they just, you know, Victoria's Secret kind of, kind of fall off, you know, fell, fell, fell off, you know, no way. No, like, it's just like, oh, yeah, they, they still exist, you know, don't really. See, this is what happens when you get rid of a formula that works, people. This is what happens. This is what happens when you get rid of a good business decision. Literally, you just keep going down and down and down. So, as uh, more and more as you begin to maybe realize, wow, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Wow. 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 You're telling me when you get rid of your really, really popular fashion show that... um. That it just doesn't doesn't work out too well. Wow, that's shocking, man. What what a what a shocking, shocking, shocking twist. Wow. So, finally to end today's show. So I've known about this show before, um, because uh, I I only found out about it on like a podcast like many many months ago. I I remember because. I was like watching. I was like, "What the fuck?" It, it it still floors me. So over in the UK, there is a dating show, like many other dating shows, except for the fact that it is, it's called Naked Attraction. And you might be asking, "Okay, you 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 have a few questions. What does that really mean?" So pretty much, there are. It presents sort of uh, six potential dates except you know rather than you know you know sort of look at you know people and stuff all of them are naked all all of them all all, all of them are naked they they're all naked inside of like these colorful like cubes and then over time as certain like questions get asked like more and more of their body in that from the bottom up gets revealed and then, like, even, like, later on, like, the contestant gets naked. Like, it, it is a whole thing. It is a whole thing. If you have HBO, uh, or, you know, you have, like, Max, I believe, yeah. If you have Max, they brought over the seasons on them so you can see for yourself. Uh, just make sure if you're not, if you really don't want to watch them, to make sure to remove that from your continue watching real fast. Um, but, uh, you know, you have, you know, like, you have all of, I think it's, like, once they get done, it's like, I think there's two of them because you... Uh, I think that's when, like, the contestant gets naked. It's been a while since, like, I remember hearing about this. But I, I guess now you can see it stateside. You can now see... You, you can now see this absolutely just really, really weird show uh, now over here in the, the States. So now you, too, can uh, to just be in awe at the fact that this is a real show that people were willing to uh, show off their uh, full-on bodies on. Uh, so there, there you go. What a, what a fun, fun time. You know, it's finally here. It's, it's what everybody's been wanting. You know, the writer's strike just concluded, and now you can watch, uh, some seasons of Naked Attraction on Max. Ah, uh, great. Just great. Mm. That's what I was hoping for. Yes. Anyway, that is going to do it for today's show. If you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, following on Twitter and True Social. And of course, 
check out all the articles down below and of course have a good rest of your wednesday at this point man it's wednesday and i will see you guys tomorrow for the thursday edition of the show of course see you tomorrow